Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to Sharing My Truth Pod. Here's a little reminder to give this review a five star for this podcast. Um, That would be lovely. You know us. We love that. We love to hear from you. Share your truths with us. Mel and Suze. I'm here with my best friend, Mel. Hey, babes. <laughs> Hello, darling. How are you? Good. I'm very good. Excellent. Um, Yeah. Feeling good. Feeling fresh. Feeling a little tired. But you know when it's like a fulfilled tired and you're not just like slogging along? Yes. I yeah. do know what that is. So it feels good. To a productive be like, tired. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I think that's nice because it's the end of the year coming up. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of feels like, yeah, I can, I'm allowed to kind of revel in the tiredness and then be able to relax. Yes. How I, do you feel? I, I completely agree with that. Good. You feel that too? Or you're just kind of still tired? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm all right, actually. But that is a nice thing to me. The end of the year is yeah. just the fact that nobody will contact you for a few days. I'm absolutely sick of 2023. I don't know about you. I'm fucking sick of it. It's not been fantastic. However, not on a personal level, it's been fine. My worry is whenever you say, so, you know, goodbye to 2023 and think 2024 is suddenly going to be amazing. And I fear it could be a lot worse. Yeah, we all did that in 2020. We did. Exactly. <laughs> We so, really fucking did. And that fucked it up for everyone. Absolutely. So I, you know, yeah. I do sure have a good feeling about 2024 and I might have just jinxed it right now. Oh, on a personal level you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. No, you haven't jinxed it. Touch some wood. Touch some wood. Where's the Where's wood? The Mel, give me your dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Mel, I'm actually funny. You are very funny. Fuck. You are very funny. <laughs> But that was very funny. Thank you, darling. Appreciate yeah. it. I love when you love my jokes. It yeah, I like that. so good. I like that. <laughs> okay, Mel. Well, um, while we're getting into it. Yes. You know, um, me and you have a pretty good relationship. We do. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. This could be very toxic. It could be weird, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it weird, Mel? Isn't that fun? I think because we're not weird. I know. That's true. We're both the same person in a different body, a different age, and that's exactly it. different accents. Exactly. <laughs> so basically completely different people. But other than that, yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, bad relationship advice. Yes. The advice that you get from your mother-in-law on Christmas Eve when she's had a couple too many Chardonnays. Mm-hmm. That's the advice that we're fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. When you open up to someone you think you're gonna, you don't really ask for advice and they give it to you unsolicitedly. Yes. yes That's the advice we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and don't ever listen to it. God. <laughs> don't, I mean, you know, you, you nod politely and then you walk away from that situation and then you don't do that advice. Yeah, because generally what happens is it goes somewhere in the recesses of your mind and you get into a situation you might think, I don't have any other thing to relate to, so I'm going to listen to that and then that's terrible. It's really bad. So yeah, beware. Please don't. The holidays and... Oh, weird the situations. The holidays. And drinking and eating too much. And, <clears throat> yeah. You know. And seriously, like when people like, you know, come up to you 
And they're like, so when are you getting married? When are you having a baby? When are you having <laughs> um, your sex job? I heard that was happening. Your sex job? <laughs> what the hell's that? You know, when you, you transition or something. Oh, I see. About that. <laughs> <laughs> What? You know, like how's the how's the podcast going? And you're right. like, I don't want to talk about the podcast no. with you. No, I just want to have a drink. I just want to have a drink. And, and can you just piss off and leave me alone? Turn on Fox <laughs> News and shut the fuck up about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Anyways, yeah. So, um, Mel, do you want to start us off? Yes, because I so, think I think it's kind of a. I think this is funny. This is an age old one. Yeah, so let's say I'm like, yeah, you know, my relationship's going okay. Like, you know, me and, me and my boyfriend, we're just kind of, we're going to think get married. I don't know. I don't know if I'd like him. Mel, should I, what, what, do you, what, what should I do? Have a baby. It'll save your relationship. <laughs> Which is the worst possible thing anybody could ever do. Yeah. If you want really to make bad. it harder, have a baby. And I love my children and I love my babies, but it is not for the faint of heart. So if you are not in a good place, take it from Mama Mel. Do not have a baby. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. It does not save no. anything. No, if anything, it'll... Fuck it up even yeah, more. And then you've got a baby as well. Well, because then after the child, okay, mm-hmm. you're obviously, unless you put this child up for adoption, which I don't think is probably the first it's not, choice. It's not, not a great this. idea. No. It's not a great idea. You are connected not only to this child for oh, the yeah. next literally your entire life, you're also connected to the person you've had this child with. Yeah. And not only that, because I lived and breathed this, my parents detest each other. And my mother could forever see my father in me. You actually see the living incarnation of the person you fucking hate the most in the world in your child, the person you love the most in the world. And that is very weird. And in my mother's case, she told me about 40 billion times. So I was well aware of it. But that is often something that happens and people don't mean it. And they say things like to you like, oh, you do that, your father, you're your father's child, your father, all that sort of, you know, you you say that because that's what your father would say. Oh, I can see your father in you, your mother in you. So if you, you, yeah, you will be connected. You really will. Even if you're, Let's say one person runs for the hills and is not involved in the child's yeah, life. Which you're still always going to be reminded yeah, of that. Yeah, because they're in that person's face. They're in their DNA, for God's sake. Yeah. And even, you know what it's like when you've, like, people say to you, oh, you've got your grandmother's or whoever's mannerism. Somebody in your family you've never met mm-hmm. and you can sort of be like them. Like, mm-hmm. one of my daughters is very much like my husband's grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she's never met her, but she's very similar personality and does things in the same way. So cool. So that's the same kind of yeah. thing. So you're still connected in that way. So yeah, this is a very long-winded way of saying, do not have a bloody baby <laughs> to save your relationship. No. And also, I mean, don't have a baby to say, to just to, for anyone else is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. if you're mother-in-law your mother your parent your grandpa i don't know someone else is like you guys should have a baby it'd be so cute and you're like i don't think i want to have a baby like listen to you yeah don't be pressured is what you're saying and you shouldn't be pressured because it's um it's wonderful but it's a huge commitment and you have to want to do it and you have to you'll never be ready i'll just caveat that don't ever that's another piece of advice which has nothing to do with this but if somebody says to you only have a baby when you're ready. That's utter bullshit because you're never ready. You're never have ready. the baby when you want the baby. 
And if you're with the right person, mm-hmm. or maybe you aren't with the person, but you're in a good place is what in I mean. In a good place. Anyway, that's enough of that. All right. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> on to the next. Um, uh, let's go down to this one. Um, stick it out. It will get better. It probably won't. It will never <laughs> get better. <laughs> no, it won't. Like, there's hardships in relationships. And mm-hmm. if you've been in a long enough relationship, you'll go through a hardship, most mm-hmm. likely. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just magically get better because you're hoping it will. Like if something is fundamentally wrong, it won't get better. It's never going to change unless you address it and you 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 know you communicate. My favorite word, and you have a conversation about what's wrong and you try and actively do something about it, knowing that you're going from not a great place to the good place. Yeah, that's a bit different. But I think if you yeah. aren't doing anything about it. It, you know you know when people say to you, oh, everything's going to be all right? Mm-hmm. And that's just bullshit because that's not true because it is not going to be all right. I mean, it is, you know what, a part of that what you're saying I agree with. Like, if you want it to work, mm. it can work. Of course. Obviously, yeah. both, there's two people in a relationship. You have to both yeah. want it to work. But also, I would say that every single person I've ever spoken to that's gone to couples therapy leaves not together Mm -hmm. and maybe some therapists are going to come after me for that because they're going to be like you're ruining my job (laughs) but like literally i do not see the point in couples therapy because you're just kind of finally letting go of your problems which maybe is a good thing and like you're finally speaking about them which can give you closure but i don't think it actually saves your relationship unless you know obviously things things happen but like i just don't see the majority of that happening when you actually talk about real shit yeah no i mean you know it's very expensive as well (laughs) it's a long road but i I think there's two couples therapy there are two sort of ways to look at it that one yeah if you can't get you can't figure it out sometimes an outside view can really help yeah but there is the other way of looking at it oh my god if you've got to this point and you haven't figured it out yeah uh maybe you're not going to figure it out no but but sometimes you just it it depends what the situation is sometimes you can actually just need somebody to show you what you're doing and go oh okay i didn't realize that i was doing it quite that way in the impact of my behavior and it can help but i know what you're saying but it is also a long road and very expensive it's too expensive. It's horrendously expensive. It's too expensive for the relationship to end. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, think, I mean, if you're married yeah. and you're in a, in a, you know, you've got, you're like, you're very invested. You're in a situation where you're, not, not just have to be married, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah. You've been together a long time. You have children, you have a house, you have a business. I don't know, you've got serious shit going on and you really kind of need to sort this out. Mm-hmm. Then, but then it's like, I feel like you should probably go to therapy on your own. And then figure out if there's something that you actually are are understanding more about yourself and why there's these problems in the relationship possibly. And then talk to your partner about them instead of having to like talk to them through a therapist. It just seems a little backwards. I think a lot of people, couples go to therapists thinking they're going to go and this therapist is going to say, yeah, you see what I've been saying? Yeah. You're such a dickhead. They're actually going to say, yeah. And then the other partner thinks the same thing, right? Mm. They both think you're going to go to the couple's therapy and the therapist is going to say, yes, you're right. That person is behaving. Where in actual fact, that's not what happens. They go to couple (laughs) therapy and they show you where you're both behaving badly, which is the problem. And then sometimes you can't resolve it. No. But I mean. Also, people people have to 
to want to change to change. Oh, 100%. But that's and like anything. It's, it's like <laughs> relationships, you know, giving up, you know, losing weight, giving up drinking, whatever it is. You've got to want to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got to be prepared for this not to be very comfortable. And often... I only want to be comfy. I want to be like in a snuggle bear all the time. Yeah. I mean, I... I am a pillow princess. You are. That's what they call me. You are. It's an excellent name for you. Thank you. I'll leave you with that one. Yeah. Um, Is it me next? Yes, it's you. What am I? If you care about the other person, you have to make sacrifices. Yeah. I know your thing on this, and I agree with it. Not sacrifices, compromises. Small ones. Small ones. I I fundamentally am a big believer that if you want certain things in a relationship, say, for example, we've just been talking about children, you want children or you don't want children, Mm -hmm. it's really not a subject you can compromise on. Yeah. If you don't want them, you really have to be with somebody who doesn't want them. Yeah. If you want them, you have to be, and I know that's harsh, and in my case, I was lucky we both wanted them, but you will cause a lot of unhappiness. And I've seen countless women be with men who really didn't want. And it, I, it, it's, I know it's the other way too. And I, I know situations that I'm just as well, where mm-hmm. it's the, the woman who doesn't want children, the man thinks he can change her. But I've seen countless women, you know, thinking they can change the man that no, he's going to eventually want children, blah, blah, blah. Then they have a child and then it's just an absolute Fucking disaster. And, um, the word I don't really like the word sacrifice either because I just think that has a horrible connotation. Yeah, I think you have to compromise in the sense that, let's say tomorrow. What's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Thursday. For Friday night, right? You you're going out for dinner and you really would like to have pizza. Yeah, and your partner doesn't really like pizza. Yeah, so you're gonna like okay, let's just go and have what we both like. Yeah, I mean, really, does it matter? Just do, you know, just do something for the bigger picture. I mean, even let's say, you know, you're going to buy a house or you're going to buy a car. I mean, you could, things like that, you could compromise. Like, you know, you don't have to be pig-headed about absolutely everything. You have to realize that you can't have every single thing that you want because you're with somebody else. So you've got to come together and everyone's got to get a bit of everything they want. But that's not the same as big things like, you know, children or where you let's say you know for example i'm british my husband's canadian if we had a fundamental disagreement about where we lived Mm -hmm. like i desperately wanted to live in england Mm -hmm. and he was like no i don't want to live in it that's a problem yeah right or um you know situations like you know working or your lifestyle you gotta basically want the same things absolutely and the little compromises along the way are fine you know, I, th- I think you have to. I think you have to do that. Yeah, you have to suck it up sometimes. Yeah, or like you know, the good subject at the moment because everyone's like doing things around the holidays, or even if you you don't celebrate, um, you you probably have things with work, or you're seeing people, or it's or it's just the idea of it being the end of the year kind of thing, and you're you're um you're socializing. Shit, I've totally lost what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> What was I talking about? You were talking about people sacrificing and the family members and the holidays. Oh, yeah. Okay, that, see, you. I'm back. I'm back. I got you. I got <laughs> you. <laughs> no, like, you know, like, let's say you don't, you don't like your in-laws or you, not that you don't like them. You're just like, oh, God, you know, I right. don't want to be doing that. I'd much prefer be doing 
something like you know having watching tv having a nice glass of wine and being in my pajamas (laughs) but you've got to do stuff for your partner if the partner wants to really see them or it's for the greater good of cohesive peace cohesive peace you've got to do it right yes um you know, you, you've got to do certain things. And, and I think that's what I'm talking about, compromise. Yeah. Sacrifice is different. I don't like the word. And I don't think you should do that. I think you, you have to still be you in this yeah. relationship. Yeah, I think the only time that you would have to sacrifice something is like when you actually have children. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, when you have kids, and this is for another pod, um, but you have to understand you're not number one anymore. Yeah. You have to get that. If you if that's fundamentally not where your head is, don't have children. Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot of work and particularly for women, I'm sorry, but there is a reality they come out of you. You know, I'm in a relationship where we've both always worked, but there's a reality that you're the woman, you have the child, you are going to have to make more physical sacrifices, definitely probably more time sacrifices. Yeah. And probably career sacrifices, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, it's just a reality. I yeah. mean, some people manage to... Money sacrifices. 100%. I mean, God, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, she's fucking kids. not. <laughs> not really. No, they're bloody expensive. Yeah, they fucking are. And you put your kids before... I always put my kids first. Always what they want, what they need. And what I want is 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 at the end. That's amazing. I could never do that. <laughs> okay. Your standards are too high. What does that mean? Okay, so this is an interesting one, right? Mm. Because um, this is someone's advice that they've given someone. Yeah, I've your heard standards that. I've are heard being that too high. Yeah. So obviously. Because I think we're dealing with this a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have ridiculous standards, but not standards. They're more like expectations. Yeah, I think that's a better word, expectations. Right? Yeah. Like standards are different. Standards are like the basics of how you want to be treated, I think. Mm. Expectations are like, he has to go buy me dinner every week. He has to yeah. do all these things he, or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to. Maybe you will find someone like that. But I think it's very unlikely. What do you think, Mel? No, I totally agree. Actually, somebody said that to me earlier today. Their son, who's like 19, had said to his mum that girl girls scare the shit out of him because they've got like, this is he's a really bright kid. He's mm-hmm. like doing really well at university. He's going to money wise, professional wise, do incredibly well and really sociable kid, good looking boy. Mm-hmm. And he said, girls are just terrifying me. Yeah, of women of my age because they want so much from me. Mm-hmm. And he's a nice kid. What he means is like they want me to take her out, to buy her stuff, to do all this stuff. You know, he's a 19-year-old in university. hasn't got much money. And I I have seen, I do see that a lot. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't, it's strange. I see that a lot in women of all ages, mm-hmm. their expectations. And of course, you know, it, it's nice when a man takes you out for dinner, that sort of traditional idea, wh- whatever we think, it is nice. But I mean... I see women, they want so much from mm-hmm. men. They sort of are with a man for a week and they expect the man to be like funding everything, mm-hmm. buying their vacations, buying them a car, paying their rent. You're like... And they're not even going to believe them a blowjob. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I mean, hang on, hold your horses. Yeah. You, you have to kind of get there. I mean, it. 
yeah, I, so I would agree that the, that happens a lot. In terms of high standards the other way around, men for women, I think obviously it happens a lot with younger men that they have this sort of idea of this incredibly beautiful woman. And I'm trying to think of some, a sort of, what, what's a contemporaneous person, Susie, of a millennial? A hot I, woman. I don't want to say Taylor Swift because, hey, I don't think she's no, hot. I don't and think I'm she's, very I don't think she's boy she's hot. Ever. I think she's girl hot, if that makes sense. No, what does that mean? Like, um, like girls will find other girls pretty, but boys will find other separate girls pretty, if that makes uh, sense. Like Megan Fox is a, she used to be. I don't really think she's a Hollywood. She's but had like, too much work. Yeah, though. but like what before she was definitely like boy pretty. Does that yes, make sense? Totally. And Taylor Swift is a girl pretty. Yes, I person. get it. <laughs> that sounds that's, so fucking stupid. No, that's but that right. is like how it is. That's exactly right. For yeah. a guy, you know, like I really, I don't know. I don't know who guy what guys think girls are attractive right now. To be honest, it's I'm very, trying to think of somebody who's um, um, who's sort of young, millennially. God, why can't we think of anyone? I don't know. I think Jennifer Lawrence is hot. But she, well, sure, she's a millennial. Yeah, she is. I I can see her. We're really going off topic now. But she <laughs> is very attractive to men because A, she's physically attractive, but she's got that great kind of personality. Funny personality, I know. And you could see her like kind of getting dressed up for dinner, but also going to a football game kind Absolutely. of girl. Which, the girl FYI, next door kind of girl. Yeah, FYI, I'm totally not that girl and I fail miserably. It's <sighs> fine. But I've tried to rectify that with my children. <laughs> I just like to say that. But um, what the fuck was the question? What are we talking about? Hot millennial girls versus hot... Anyways. Um, yeah. Expectations. Thank you. Yeah, For fuck's back. sakes. We are <laughs> off the rails today. Um, but yes, I think people rails. have yeah. very high expectations. And you get girl women mm. having these expectations. You're like, who Who do you think you are? Literally. And men having the same. Like, who? have you looked in the mirror? No, exactly. Like, I what... Are where are you getting these standards from? Obviously, social media is fucked because we're all putting filters on our goddamn faces, yeah. and it's making us unbearable yeah. people. Um, it is. It, it really is. And so, yeah, I mean, that's obviously part of the problem, and we kind of have to get over that and be more. I don't want to say like realistic, but realistic. Well, yeah, not thinking you're going to live in a $25 million mansion you probably won't do. Well, people also don't want to work anymore. Yeah, that's a big problem. Like, I hate to say it, but Gen Z, what the fuck is going on? And also millennials. Like, as a millennial, I can say that. Like, we, and COVID did not help with this, but people do not want to work anymore and they expect the same things. Oh, I know. I mean, all you have to do in this city or any major city in the world is go to like a shopping, like a mall, mm-hmm. like a in the middle of the week, you know, on a Thursday at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. and it's packed. And you're like, where the fuck are all these people come from? Yes. A, how have they got, if they're not at work, how have they got the money to be shopping? Yeah. And why are they here? <laughs> and you could go the next day and you could say, why am I there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a millennial. But I mean, you're like, how are you all here? How are you always shopping? Yeah. I just, I mean, sometimes I see the packages, like, you know, like you see people like the endlessly ordering shit. And you're like, but who's going to pay? Or like Uber. Uber's the same thing. Uber eats Uber. Mm-hmm. I always have this conversation with my children mm-hmm. about <laughs> endless, like, have you fucked up? You calculate that times. You it's know, disgusting. Five times, four times. And yeah, that is a generational thing for sure. Well, yeah. But convenience ex- is a generational thing. Yeah. 
Oh, my lordy fucking God. Um, <laughs> Mel, will you take it away when you're ready, darling? Okay. So th- that... <laughs> can I just say, and no one can see it right now, but Mel... <laughs> phone so far from her face right now yeah because i'm getting old Susie. i've got to sorry that was just so funny i've got my contact lenses i know in, but they're not bifocals this is a gen x moment oh, it's really so when i just, i should have taken a i picture. have to put yeah <laughs> you should see me when i watch tv at night i have three pairs of glasses on my head to see the tv it's really funny anyway okay, go ahead love sorry you see you're the one who takes me off track <laughs> giggle Okay, the sex on the first date leads to love. I was just taking a picture. <laughs> um, okay, sex on the first date leads to love. Yes and no. Exactly. Just depends. It really depends. I understand why people say that this is bad advice because you don't want to just give it away, as they say. No, but it could happen. Term. <laughs> yeah. It could happen because you could yes. be in a, a sexy situation. And I've had sex on many first dates. Let me just tell you. Well, what if you meet on your husband on Tinder? You've probably had sex on I the mean, first also, just like, I think you should, you know, taste the meat before you buy it. Taste <laughs> the Wow. Wow. Yeah, but you could do it after the third shop. You don't have to do it in the first shop, do you? Yeah, you don't have to do it in the first shop, but you better try it before you buy it. I'll oh, tell you that Christ much. Christ alive, yes. For fuck's sakes. Like, what if to the third date, I have fuck him? And it's the worst. And then I'm like, I went on three dates with this guy. That's true. You've wasted all that time. All that time. Yeah. It could have been like a four hours each date or something. I don't know if I could even do that. But you know what I mean? You're never getting that time back. You're never getting that time back. And then you just had bad sex. And that's the worst of all. Yeah. I mean, that's those are all very good points. So anyways, but I'm do... an advocate of having sex on the first date. Tibia. I think it just depends on how it goes and what the first what the situation is and blah, blah, blah. It just depends, doesn't it? No, it really fucking depends. And I think it's just stupid advice to say don't do it or do it. It just depends. Like what if this guy in the mood cries during sex? What if he cries? What if he cries after sex? And you're like, Mm, are you okay? And you're like, he's like, yeah, I always do this. And you're like, I think you run for the hills. Right. But then you've gone on three dates with this guy and now you're scared for your life because he knows where you live. Oh, yeah, well, that's another whole thing, isn't it? That's why you... Yeah. Where... Okay, wait, this is off topic. Yes. Where would you have sex on, like, a first date if you didn't want them to know where you live, but you didn't want to go to their place? Do you know what I mean? Because it's scary. I don't know. Never thought about it, yeah. Because Mel's never had sex on a first date. Because she's a No, that's not true. But I haven't... (laughs) Didn't with my husband. Yeah, my husband. Um, Because he was, like, being cool and playing. He was being super fucking cool. He thought he was very cool. But anyway, <laughs> I always say to him, it doesn't really matter. It's a bit too late. No. <laughs> but I don't know. That's a good point. What? I don't know. What I've always. Where would you go? For the most part, gone to the guy's house. Okay. To have sex on the first date. Personally. Why is that? I think it's because you can kind of get a really good vibe. Oh. And I'm not saying you're going to like get not get into some like Jeffrey Dahmer situation. But I don't know. Like, there's just like this. I don't know. You better get a fuck. You you have a vibe before you even get there. Obviously, yeah. Hopefully, sure. oh god. And then you hopefully. know, you kind of just like 
you can share your location. Nowadays, you can share your location with your best friend. You do. I just, I would never bring a guy back to my place first. I do not want that person to know where I live. It's, po- you know yeah. what I mean? It's no, possible I, you don't want them to yeah. know where you live. I do understand that. Yeah. I mean, the reality is it's more dangerous one way than the other way. Probably kind of. more likely unless you're. Share your a, location. Just tell your girlfriends where you are. A your best friend, a parent. I don't know. Someone sure. you trust. Yeah. I mean, you could be a bunny boiling woman and you could do something weird but generally it's the other way but anyway that's got nothing to do with no it doesn't but i just wanted to ask you that in case you had an opinion about it okay thank you okay (laughs) okay um it's my turn or yours i don't know Uh, who cares (laughs) yeah okay i think it's fine um never tell him your number always let him think your number is three are you talking body count here? Body count. <sighs> That's stupid. This conversation's so annoying. I know. We've had it too much. And I'm it also keeps, tired of keeps it. Coming up. I mean, look, if you're having a conversation about how many partners you've had and you have to lie, what are you doing with that person? <laughs> Great fucking point. I mean, what? If that person slut shames you or... What is it for a man? You slut shame a man. What's that called? It doesn't exist, babe, because men are celebrated for being sluts. That's true. Um, Then you're just with the wrong person. I mean, you really are. And they're never going to, if they fundamentally, if it's a man and you, they have a conversation about how many partners you've had and you say 105 and the the guys (laughs) and he's had 15 and you say 100 and he goes, (gasps) oh. And he, and he's like not And you're like, yeah, I'm really good at sex. What are you? Well, yeah, but, but if he's shocked. And he carries on being shocked, stroke, a little bit disgusted. It's not getting better. No, it's not. Go. Get out. Go. Leave. Because there's another 105 men out there. Do a JoJo, okay? What? Get out right now. It's the end of you and me. I don't know what you're talking about. That song. No. That's a millennial thing. They'll get it. No idea. (laughs) But yeah, go. So JoJo that shit and get the fuck out. Exactly. Thank you. There we go. Um, Mel, take it away. Play hard to get. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Play hard to get. Um, That's bad advice. What do you think? Is it? Good point. I think uh, it's backfired on me. You've tried to play hard to get and it's backfired? Is that what you mean? Well, it's sort of backfired and then it's sort of unbackfired, but it can definitely backfire. I think it, if it just kind of depends what you mean by play hard to get. I mean, Because I think the opposite is be easy. Oh yeah, and then and that's, that's bad, bad too. too. Yeah, I think just be normal. Just be normal. I mean, you know, if if you want to have like you go on the date and you do want to see them, then see them, right? Or I think just don't put all your little eggs in one basket. I've said this before. No, for sure, especially early on. I think just like don't be like always available. Yeah. Don't be like available at the drop of a hat. Sure. Early on, I think you have to yeah. Manage your time a little bit. Don't don't it's a bit like um you know, well we've both but you both been in sales jobs. You have to kind of not jump on things, you know, you have to like make the person you're selling something to think that they're getting a good deal or that they're um they're um yeah, that you're not trying to offload this thing on them right <laughs> yeah so it's the same kind of thing so yeah i guess you have to pay a little bit hard to get i'm 
all for playing hard to get. I know some women, I can think of one woman I know who, I don't, she's not a friend, I just know her. She's like, she goes on a date and immediately she sort of texts the person like oh, no. multiple times. You know, she tells her the person her whole life story. She's oh, always available. No. And hence she is single. See, like, there's proof in the pudding. Yeah. No, definitely. I definitely think you have to play a little bit hard to get. I would agree. And yeah, I think I think it's way better to play to be harder to get <laughs> than easy. Yeah. I think it's way better. Just, it's way better for your sanity yeah. because you're not putting all of your energy and time and 100%. hope into this one person. 100%. And you can kind of give it some thought while you're kind of leaving them hanging a little bit. They're going to be more interested in you. You're going to be yeah. kind of a little sexy Just don't and go more mysterious. too far. No, of course. Like, don't try to like ghost them and then come back and then ghost them. Yeah. It's like, that's like weird. But like, yeah, it's no, there's no problem with being unavailable. A little bit unavailable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that's maybe maybe a little more, it depends what you're. It depends what you're there for. It does. But we, I guess we're talking about relationships. We are. So, right. Yeah, I guess a little more. Okay. <laughs> what if we do one more? Yeah, go on then. Okay. <clears throat> okay. This is. This might be an interesting one. Oh yeah. For you. For me. And for me. Okay. Okay. If you love each other, that is enough. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's no. I mean, it, it's very important, but it isn't enough. Um, it, you know, life is tough and it, it is not enough. If you want to go the distance, you've got to be a little bit realistic and a little bit practical in the person that you're with. If you, let's say, want a certain lifestyle or want to live in a certain way, and I'm not talking about anybody funding you or whatever. I'm just saying you have to be a bit realistic. You can't live on love. That's very. You can't hard. live on love. You can't. Won't you pay little the rent. bitches. <laughs> it won't pay the rent. No. The rent doesn't know. Yeah. Um It it's not it's not enough. It really isn't enough. And it it's not that it will run out. I can be test testify to that. It doesn't mm -hmm. run out. But there's got to be more. You've got to fundamentally really like each other's company, and you've got to fundamentally want to work as a team to to get where you're going because it's not easy. No. No, I'd agree with that. I think um, love goes only so far. It does. And then and it changes, right? Because the way you are at the beginning of the relationship, further down the road. And then as you go down a, re a relationship and not carry on with life, wh whatever you're doing, having children, getting married, not doing that, whatever you're doing, there are obstacles. Things happen. Horrible things happen, I'm afraid. Mm -hmm. And they will generally happen to everyone. Something hard will happen. And that's when you're tested, you know, mm -hmm. and love is not is not enough for that, right? You 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 need to be there for 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 your partner. So it's more than love, yeah. But love obviously is is very important. I, I don't think you can go the distance in a relationship if you don't love each other. Yeah, there just has to be like like with everything, mm. there has to be a balance, exactly, of love, but also real life. You know, questions. Hundred percent, because we all sort of watch. TV shows and movies and whatever and have this sort of fantasy and I, th I think a lot of women do of whatever age have a sort of fantasy of the way it should be the person sweeping them off their feet and that may happen initially but that's not going to sustain you no because the reality is um well I'm afraid the reality is that I keep saying this but life is tough yeah and love you can fall out of love and then what happens then you're literally left with maybe nothing mm-hmm 
which is yeah. really a tough thing for a lot of people because they don't see things coming like that because they no. think love is enough. Yeah, that they yeah, it, it's and like um, that's why people don't get prenups and all these other things like because they're just like, well, I'm we're gonna be together forever. It's like maybe not, but that sounds a little wow. sad. That is sad. So I've got a question <laughs> for you. Oh God. So what is the best? Mm. And worst relationship advice you've ever had? The best and the worst. Mm. Um, the best, I think that I've gotten, and I'm not married yet, mm-hmm. but I think the best I've gotten was to marry your best friend. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good advice. Um, obviously, I'm not married yet, but I think it. I think it brings you to the right spot to meet the right person mm-hmm. instead of just thinking about, um, you know meeting them for money or meeting or like Mm -hmm. being with them for any other reason you actually are trying to find and look for someone who you're actually connected with Mm -hmm. on a friendship level and not just a yeah another level um the worst i don't know i've gotten some pretty bad advice honestly we we went through most of it on on this Mm -hmm. list of like the baby and Mm -hmm. all of this other bullshit and you're like yeah i just i don't think you should listen to anyone who's kind of had no idea about your experience. What do you? What is your best and worst? Or do you have just one? That's, that's a very worst good question. Um, I think my best piece of advice. I've had a couple of really good pieces of advice before getting married, not getting married. But I think that one was that love is not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to that's be, the best advice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got to be friends, and you've got to also find somebody who shares the same values. I.e., love is not enough. Yeah, and I think that's very good advice. And when I got married, or bo- just before I got married to Max, um, at my engagement party, my uh, his old his um, great aunt, his, his old great aunt, of course she's old. <laughs> she's like she was very old at the time. She came up to me and she told me she said, "I've got a my piece of advice for you." And I said, "Great, okay." And she actually said the reverse of what everyone else has said. Don't have a baby straight away. Get married. Live your life as a couple. Enjoy each other. Enjoy your life for, say, three years. Mm -hmm. Have some time together. Know who you are without Mm -hmm. children and then have children. I thought that was very good advice. Yeah. I thought it was excellent advice because a lot of people obviously have children very quickly, often because there's an accident that's happened. And it can cause problems down the line because you never actually live as a couple knowing each other without children. Mm Mm-hmm. As much as you love children, they take up a lot of time, mm-hmm. right? So you, it's hard to know who you are as a couple. Um, so what was that? So what was that? Oh, worst advice. That's a good question. I think, hmm, yeah, what was the worst advice? The worst advice is hard because a lot of it is, you get a lot of bad advice in your life. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> you do get a lot of advice. And I think on that note, I'm trying to think of the worst advice, but I often, when I take advice, I generally don't take advice, actually. I <laughs> <laughs> I generally listen to people. He's gently nod. Yeah, no, yeah. but I like to listen to different people, mm-hmm. even if I don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. And then you can formulate your own opinion. I, I think love that. That's the best thing about advice is listen to people. Like I give you some advice sometimes, and definitely don't. And I don't listen. Exactly, don't listen. <laughs> but maybe take it yeah. and then listen to yourself. Listen to somebody else, and then you'll get what's right for you. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you should des- absolutely listen to one other human being who isn't you, who doesn't know exactly what's going on in your head. Yeah. 
So that's not really answering your, the, no, my own question. Not. But that's something, isn't it? It's something, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, on that, I'm now exhausted. No, that's good. Um, but you feel good exhausted, right? I do. I feel productive. Productive. Um, well, if you guys have good or bad relationship advice that you've gotten recently or back in the day that you just can't forget, you can't shake it off, let us know, okay? You can uh, email us. Excuse me. You can uh, DM us on our um, Instagrams uh, at sharingmytruthpod. You can go to our website, sharingmytruth.com. Leave us a little voicemail. You can do whatever you want. Just tell us what you think. Absolutely. Share. Share. That's it. That's it. Until next time, And folks. that's it for us. We love you. Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code and get jiggy with it. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod and leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.